been a while, but we've been kind of data. There's been lots of exciting news in baseball. I'm Pete. Yo, welcome to the show. I'm Ryan, coming to you live from the Al Kaline Shrine in the shadow of Wrigley Field. Okay. <laughs> welcome to the show. Brought to you by Jepsiman's Malort. Woo! Malort, because these pants won't shit themselves. <laughs> Malort, because tonight's the night you fight your dad. Malort. <laughs> also brought to you by what feedpeatsface.com. If you want, if you want all the latest news on what kind of crappy food to eat in a pinch, go to Pete's Food Frenzy. Definitely do not get the carne asada burrito bowl from Chipotle. Didn't you order like a didn't you try like a Subway sandwich on one of it? Like what? Oh, that Subway sandwich is fucking horrendous. Yeah, I mean that's shocking. Didn't see that coming. I know, but honestly, the Subway sandwich, not to get not to get off on someone else's <laughs> uh non-shared awesome YouTube channel, Pete's Food Frenzy, that is. Um subscribe today. Uh the the Subway sandwich actually, at least the brisket was had was like brisket. The Arby's we have the meats. They it was like Arby's roast beef with some smoke thrown on it or something. It was horrendous. It was pitiful. Yeah, you need you need to go some to some finer restaurants. Well, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna hit some some like gastropods and do some reviews there. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll all be looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, lots yeah. of white stuff news. We got some breaking news. What? Oh my God! Is it coming across the wire? I don't know if anyone has heard, but <laughs> there's been some big news in Chicago baseball. Chris Bryant's having a baby. <laughs> wow! Christ! Now, wait, I just want to be clear. Is this like a Schwarzenegger Jr. thing? Chris Bryant is having the baby because he well, is Christ. It's an immaculate conception. Well, or... well, you're stealing my jokes, but thanks a lot. Uh, Christ Bryant, of course, is having a baby. We can only assume it's an immaculate conception. I mean, because the he's never he's never drank, he's never he's never swore, he doesn't fuck. I assume, but I guess he does. So, the son of the son of God will be born in several months, I guess. So, well, isn't it the son of the son of God? That's what I said. Thank you for following along. You're ruining all my jokes, but appreciate it. Jesus Christ, literally, we're never doing this again. <laughs> uh, yeah, there might be some other breaking news you may or may not have heard about. I don't know if you want to start to cover that. Yeah, for so us. Uh, a lot of news out of the South Side. Um, today, what happened is the Jose Abreu deal got done. Uh, three years, $50 million. Uh, what is great about that is I like the term of that. Uh, contract, and what I mean by that is, you're you're you. They they actually they actually got something 100 percent correct. I think that three year term allows, as Jose's contract is ending, some of the the players who are a little further down the pipeline should be developed by then. So you have a smooth transition of of um, a minor league first baseman coming in and taking the reins from Jose Abreu and not plugging up the system and preventing uh, the player's growth. And also along with the Grandel signing. Hold on. Um, hold on. How many years is the Abreu deal? Just three years. Well, that, wouldn't that be clogging up your first base situation, DH situation for three years? 
Well, it's yeah. not really clogging it up because uh, the first baseman, God, I meant to look it up before I got on here. He's only in single A right now. So uh, the only well, other person is you've got Zach Collins. So Well, that's what uh, I was going to say. Zach, you got Zach Collins. I mean, what what's going? Are you talking about Andrew Vaughn? Isn't going to be up? Yeah, Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, Andrew Vaughn. So Andrew Boy, Vaughn. That's a, that's a pessimistic outlook if you don't think he's going to be up for three years. It's not only is a pessimistic outlook; it's a need, no need to rush type of situation, and maybe have someone not develop properly. I, I like I like the thinking there. Um, and then the Grandel signing. Uh, I, I looked at that in a, in a couple different ways. Speaking of future first baseman, DH. Speaking of future first baseman, DHs. Well, yeah, but then you also, the funny thing is there, like, a, did, did, did the Sox think the same thing we all thought about James McCann, too? That kind of like, it was lightning in a bottle. You got what you got out of him. And the McCannon. You can't, you can't doubt the McCannon. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he did, he, he called a great game, no doubt, but. We've had a lot of those uh, throughout the years. We're batting 220 and calling a great game. And will that be the ultimate outcome from James McCann? I think uh, if you look at the um, saber metrics on that, the stats would probably show you that last year was more of an anomaly than maybe the future of James McCann. So I, I like I like that. the the big The big question next. Uh, Smitty, you know, uh, did not did not see the breaking news of the Grandel signing and, and told me to wake him up when the Sox signed Garrett uh, um, Cole. Yeah, Garrett Cole. So yeah, I'm dozing off still. They, they needed they needed they need offense. Um, they still Do need they? What? Wait. Well, I mean, I thought all of your young prospects are all. World beaters that are going well, to be no, offense. Yeah, but you still need a right fielder. You need one more right fielder. You need a right fielder who will probably be Nick Castellanos. Um, and then you uh, still need a left-handed bat. So why I guess you're right. left-handed bat. I don't know. I don't know why every team needs a left-handed bat. Well, you guys do. Grandal is a switch hitter, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, um, so probably that. Yeah, I know that probably covers that off of it. But um, wouldn't your right fielder? Wouldn't that make more sense to have a lefty there? Yeah, perhaps, but, but you know, I'm not. I'm not one. Uh, I don't. I if you had a. If you had all all mashers who were right-handed hitters and they, they hit fine. Like who really cares at the end of the day? I don't know. I, well, I mean, I think people make a bigger deal out of that. Kind of like the kind of like a closer. Somehow a closer can get out right-handed and left-handed uh, batters, but then you've got these specialists who come in in the middle of an inning to get one batter. I mean, come on, get over yourself. Like, if you're a good pitcher, you will get out both sides of the plate. It doesn't matter. So I think I I I just I just I think sometimes a little the little too much weight is put in on that stuff. I mean, there are some disparaging numbers sometimes where you see a pitcher who has like a 190 batting average against the lefties and then righties bat 330 against them. I'm not going to argue that. But then you do have pitchers who numbers are about the same, but yet they're still considered specialists. So I also feel the same about like hitters. If, if you can hit, if you have a high batting average or high OBP or OPS on both sides of the plate, like 
who cares at the end of the day? Well, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I didn't see the, the Sox going after a catcher, free agent catcher this offseason. I mean, you've got J- Zach Collins beyond James McCannon. So I thought, I thought you've got the, you know, you've got it covered with the present and future. So well, I'm kind of shocked you know, by that. Zach Collins is, is, did not exactly tear it up this, this half season. So I don't think you expect him to, but. They're they're expecting they they just you know what they're making sure that the players are properly developed. That's all. All right. With a thirty-one-year-old catcher that is has a he's had a major workload like the last couple years. He's got a four-point-five WAR. So. Yeah, I mean, in in his 29, 30 30-year-old. That's range. better. That's better than most of the core four at this point. So, well, we're not talking about the core four, but we could I talk about saying. we could talk about the White Sox. So I know you guys love talking about the Cubs anytime there's a problem with the White Sox, which doesn't well, make a lot well, of sense to well, me. Well, but someone who's a Cubs fan is going to comment about the White Sox. I mean, you look, you look inside your own organization. I think what the White Sox are doing is perfectly fine. I think they're going about it the right way. It'll be interesting to see who they sign from a pitching standpoint. I don't believe it's going to be uh, Garrett Cole by any stretch, but I think Zach Wheeler is a huge possibility. I like that. Um, Keep reaching for second place. What? I mean, if you go, I, I heard the same thing about Zach Wheeler, and we we discussed this months ago. Like, why? And you know, the whole thing came up with that. That seems like going after second place. Why? Why would you settle for Zach Wheeler when you've got you even with this signing? If you're going to use the argument about workload on a player, then you could say the same thing about Garrett Cole. And why would you go after Garrett Cole? You're going to say Yasmandi Grandal is a 31 year old catcher with a heavy workload, and a 30 year old pitcher who's had a heavy workload is probably a liability too. Oh come! I mean, a 30 year old pitcher versus a 31 year old pitcher? Are you kidding? That that's a that's they, they couldn't be more apples and oranges. I mean, well, catchers break that? down after their thirties. Pitchers what? have catchers traditionally break down after they turn thirty. That, that's just a fact. That's just a it's a grinding job. You, it's not. That's not. I'm not coming out of left field with that. Pitchers. I mean, you never yeah, know. Pitchers, but I mean, pitchers never break down either. I didn't say that either. You can keep putting words in my mouth, but he, you know, a thirty year old pitcher is a lot different than a thirty one year old catcher. I mean, the, the track record. It's it is what it is. I mean, you can you can think that it's not. How's Chris Sale right now? Uh, let's see. Couldn't tell you. Let's see. This is what worries me because you're talking same type of workload as Chris Sale on Garrett Cole. Uh, Chris yeah. Sale is. I'd say he's 31, probably. Chris Sale age. He's 30 years old. Same, same, same age. He's well, Garrett Cole's 29 right now. He turned 30 this upcoming year. So you're you're talking about same type of workload and what happened this year. He he well towards the end of last year he had a breakdown and then it kind of broken all year this year. Well, uh, but people have been predicting Chris Dale's breakdown since he came up first came to the majors because he's so fucking tiny. I mean that that's not that's not surprising. But that has nothing to do with Garrett Cole. So, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. You can keep changing the argument, deflecting what I'm saying. I'm just saying, 31 year old catcher is an old, pretty old, and you've signed him for four years. So. I'm just saying you can make the argument 
that giving a 30-year-old pitcher a 10-year $330 million deal is ridiculous. I think you warrant. I just feel bad yeah. for you because you're so brainwashed by the cheapest owner in no, the majors I, I that you'll justify, you will justify you will anything because so, you don't go after the top. Call, I would be freaking happy. I'm not going to be saying, I'd be like, oh, that's a terrible signing. But, but if they don't sign Garrett Cole, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I didn't say it was the worst thing in the world either, but I, it's just funny that how your sights get set lower every year well, by your owner. Yeah, so. I, you know what? You're probably right. You know what? I, I can't believe I'm about to agree with you in this argument, but there is a White Sox fan um, settling gene uh, <laughs> reprogrammed into us. Actually, Chicago baseball in general up until uh, Theo Epstein rolled into town was yeah. kind of like a settling type of atmosphere. So I don't know. I still, we are the third largest market in America. Yeah, why would we, we have multiple World Series champions like more than six times over the last hundred plus years? God, why, why would that happen here? I do have uh, some fun trivia for you. That you okay, go ahead. By the way. Speaking Chris of Bryan, both, you know the weight of Chris Bryant's baby already. No, speaking. Yeah, I'm, I'm just pissed because you kept ruining my jokes. So I, I, we think alike. <laughs> if you, maybe, maybe you should have told me the joke beforehand. Maybe if you just shut the fuck up and listen to me. <laughs> my fun fact is, ironically enough, bringing up Chris Sale when we're talking about Yasmani Grandal is Yasmani Grandal was the number twelve pick in the overall pick in the 2010. Major League Baseball draft. Guess who was number thirteen? Chris Sale. Chris Sale. You could already have Rendell. <laughs> exactly. Why didn't you just pick him? Could have gotten well, his good. You could have actually gotten his good years out of him instead of his decline. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, come on! You know, if the Cubs, if the Cubs had a catcher situation and they signed Rendell, he would be like the fucking Christ child with along with. Chris's new baby. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm really glad you brought that up. The Cubs. So you can transition into the Cubs catcher situation? Yes, because yeah. they actually they yeah. actually tie together quite well. There have been rumors that I was not expecting. We've talked a lot about what the what the Cubs are going to do this offseason, make some hard decisions, including I think they're going to trade Chris Bryant. I've mentioned Kyle Schwarber. General consensus is that Javi Baez is untouchable and – Chris Bryant or uh, Anthony Rizzo isn't really the kind of you know the kind of commodity anymore just because of his age and workload. But one one thing we hadn't talked about at all was uh, Wilson Contreras being a trade chip, and it just hadn't entered my mind. But that that's been that's come up quite a bit lately. I don't know if you've seen the same rumors. Um, he's got a ton of value. You know, he he was injured, but you know he's. He's bounced back from that many times. Um, the what's interesting and why it's why the timing is really interesting is literally the Sox may have just done the Cubs a huge favor if they if they are going to put Contreras on the trade market because the catching market just got much smaller considering yeah. Grandal just bad mouthing it but he was the number one catching prospect or catching uh, free agent out there so that market has shrunk dramatically by this move. So 
the value for somebody like Contreras just went through the roof. And what I'm, you know, the, the rumors came up, I think, started when they announced that officially that uh, Grandpa Pussy, Grandpa Rossi, sorry, uh, is going to be uh, the Cubs manager. So there had been apparently some issues with the two of them back in the past. I don't know if it was 2016 oh, or before that. I, I, I did not see that. Okay, I, didn't, I don't think there were major issues, but there were there was some weird shit going on with the whole catching staff, I thought, that year. I don't know There's if you remember. There was a lot of weird shit going on that year. Yeah. Bumping. Yeah, with Miggy, like, not being happy. at the. I don't know if you heard that Waddle and Sylvia interview right after they won the World Series. He went on. Wow. He went on the Montero went on the on the show like the day after, and he was he was complaining about his playing time, like they had just. Oh no! Well, I remember. Okay, I didn't hear it. I read it, and then he was out of town. So yeah, and then he was gone. So that that doesn't have anything specifically to do with Contreras or Ross, but there was there was just weird shit. I mean, having three catchers on a team, I guess, could lead to that too, but. So I don't know the true nature of what was going on with Ross and Contreras, but if there was anything, now that Ross is running the ship, I, you know that's another reason that he, they might want to move him. The other part that that the timing would make a little bit of sense is uh, Victor Carantini has kind of established himself as a as a solid number two, if anything, um, could be a starting catcher. Uh, definitely good with a bat, left-handed bat. You know, he's he's been solid enough. The other thing is the Cubs' number two prospect, uh, top 100 in all of baseball, is uh, Miguel Amaya. Um, they just put him on the 40-man roster. That was a basically to stop him from getting being exposed five. to the Rule 5 draft. Um, but he has been ripping it up in the Arizona Fall League, so he might be ready to be a backup and definitely part of the future. Um so it's just it's just interesting timing. I think we could see a potential Wilson Contreras trade sooner than later. I mean, this market's this market's moving a hell of a lot faster. The hot stove is moving light years faster than it has in recent years. So I'm thinking the Tampa Bay Rays might be a great trade partner with the Cubs for that. Um, they need a catcher, and they have the number number two farm system in all of baseball. So it seems like there would be a match a match there somewhere. I don't know. Have you heard anything along those lines or d- different lines? No. Uh, you know, I've read a couple of those. I read one of the, just one article about the, it was, it was, it was actually right after the sock that signed Grandel and how that had helped out the pub, basically the article I read. Yeah, uh, Contreras. I, Thank you. Uh, yeah. Hey. Glad, glad we can help. We're all we're in the same city, man. We're only enemies like four times or six times a yeah. year. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, the, the the Chris Bryant situation still is amazing to me because we still have the arbitration hearing that may not be settled until like you're walking into spring training. Well, this is what's fucked up. They had the hearing. It's taken yeah, but the decision is like three months away or something. Exactly. They they dragged their feet for how many fucking years to have the hearing. They've had the he- finally had the hearing, and now 
they said it could take months to make a decision. Yeah. Like, make a decision. What, are, what? Like, what the fuck is the holdup? Like, what? Like, what else are they looking at? Everyone has pled their case. Like, literally, this is this is. It's being run by a slot. Well, it's it's a long time to read. It's really hamster. It's fucking with the Cubs' offseason plans. Like they, if they were going to trade Chris Bryant, a big part of his value is he's controllable for two more years. Well, if suddenly he's not controllable, or if that's in jeopardy, yes. If there's there's obviously ambiguity, like nobody really knows. Well, they can't trade him. So um, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck's going on? Like, how do we expedite this? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you can. The fact that the tell me where to go. Tell me where, what to. I want to go to a city hall. Whatever I have to do, like, let's do this. You don't want to go to city hall. <laughs> You're right. Because <laughs> uh, wasn't the case the case was originally filed what in 2011, right? Or 2014? 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that we're four years later, they finally heard it. But then they're like, you know, we waited this long. Why don't we keep everyone in suspense for another like three or four months? As pitchers and catchers report, probably. Yeah. Which then really screws stuff up because you, you know, you've had all the meetings, the winter meetings and the GM meetings and all that stuff. And now you're getting ready to start the season. And not that a team wouldn't welcome the addition of Chris Bryant at any point, but. Like, you'd rather have it planned out in the offseason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is the time. Standpoint too. Like, you can really set everything up and line everything up and get the team you really want out on the field. Now you've put kind of all of baseball, but basically from the Cubs' point of view, but, you know, any team that is interested and thinks they can make a move for him, you just put a huge holding pattern on the whole Yeah, yeah they can't do anything. Like, that I can do. I've never seen a justification for what what either wait has been like. Why why they waited so long to actually hear it, and why why what the fucking delay is like? I, it's just oh, it's going to take months. Why? <laughs> there has there has to be. I mean, just for the reasons you pointed out, like this has to be expedited. Like, let's yeah, do this. I, I'm wondering if it's just like um, I mean, so because we we talked about this already, but you know, I think it's worth repeating. We're both in the belief that this is not going to go in Chris Bryant's favor because there's nothing there's 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 no precedent. One, there's no precedent, and two, you would have had to have some type of recording or something. And we yeah. mentioned it before that literally someone was saying, "Oh, well, you're gonna you know we're gonna keep him down for two more weeks to keep to keep him an extra year." But also, even if there was that, there's no rule against. Yeah, I mean, there's no rule against service time manipulation. They, right. It's so, just, that's it's a byproduct of the system we have. Right. And, so at the end of the day, this is huge because it would set a precedent that would change all of baseball. Yeah. And perhaps that is the reason it's going to take longer because they, I mean, they may be doing almost like a full league investigation. I don't know. Yeah, that, that could be. Uh, my that could mind, be. Only reason it would take more than a week. That actually makes sense. Yeah, you know? I, could, I could see how they have to. They might have to investigate multiple cases since it's going to be. It would be precedent setting. Yeah, but. and that this is gonna this decision will affect 
you know, the White Sox. Because everyone's saying that you're going to have your two guys starting off the season in AAA of Ro- Ro- Robert and, um, oh, and Robert and, and uh, who's the second base Damn it. I'm terrible with names today, guys. Sorry. Um, but they're they're going to Madrigal. Keep, yeah, they're going to keep them down for the 14 days or 15 days, and then call them up to get the extra year out of them. So if some sort of ruling comes out that says that Chris Bryant is right, and I mean that there's a, that doesn't stop the Sox from doing that because then. Unless a new rule gets put into place, which there's no way in baseball that would happen that quickly. It would have to be collectively bargained. That that's, yeah, right. that that well, rule was collectively bargained. So for right. a player to have a problem with it, it's just right. And you brought that up last time, and that's my rub with the whole thing too. It's like when someone signs a contract and then holds out. You signed the freaking contract, guys. Yeah. It you 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 know you. you it's your fault. Like go, you're, you're, I sorry you can't live on your $5 million a year. I know it must be tough. You really need that 15, you know, that everyone else. Can. So it, it wouldn't be about that. It wouldn't be about the money. It'd be about what's right and what's wrong. So oh, no, no, but I'm saying like when someone signs a contract and then I'm just making an example of no, what, no. yeah, I, I get, I get, yeah, I get, I get about what's right and what's wrong, but is it really right or wrong? I don't know. Who's I mean, to say what, wrong in this day and age say you say me <laughs> um i don't know I, someone had a lionel richie station on at work the other day so he's a uh, yeah i was ready to blow my brains out <laughs> but uh yeah so this chris bryan situation just i, I think it's i think it's kind of ridiculous for all of baseball because i bet every gm in baseball is holding their breath on this one because it, it could change how how things are done for, for all teams. So speaking of all teams, what was Houston Astros? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if you wanted to talk about that. Uh hold on, wait. That means <laughs> that <we're> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> 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 Does that, mean, right there, folks. does that mean that's an off-speed pitch coming, or is that, <laughs> yeah, that, is that a fastball? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I guess I'd make my nomination for assholes of the week or assholes of the month or ass maybe assholes of 2017. Yeah, the Houston Astros of the decade, maybe. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a lot of time left, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> a, whole, a, whole, a whole nother couple months. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what's interesting, it's obvious that they're guilty. I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know what that means that they're the only team that's ever done this. Although Rob Manfred is adamant that, though, this does not expand beyond the Astros. Like, well, how the fuck do you know that already? Like, what? Right. It seems kind of like wishful thinking. Like, oh, no, this is. Nothing to see here. This is this is an isolated incident. Move along, move along. Yeah. Um. I don't know. But I mean, I mean, my here's my thoughts on it. Like, I've never, I've never had a problem with the idea of stealing signs in the realm of you're on the field, 
the team is dumb enough to not have complicated enough signs that you can't steal. Yeah. That's on the team, right? I agree. Totally agree. So I, I have no problem with that. This is in like Bill Belichick territory where you're using the replay cameras in the dugout yeah. with your iPad to to pick up on the pitches, which I think is just another level that that is like I would say to me to me that's more cheating than than taking advantage of something. Yeah, it's it's a mess because I mean it opens Pandora's box. Like what, where, like what, what happens to them? It's I think it's obvious they're guilty. I mean they figured this out. What yeah, kind of punishment I mean, do they get? But then what does that? What kind of precedent does that set? If you punish them for this, like what? You know, there's there's the speculation that Christian Yelich is like looking to center field scoreboard, getting a sign. You know in uh, Milwaukee or Miller Park, you know, is that, I don't know if you've seen that, that whole no, thing. No, I didn't see that one. He's like, if you look, actually, I mean, there's there's some evidence, but the, the real evidence is his home and road splits. Like, <laughs> yes, his home and road splits are insane. It's ridiculous. His numbers are, they're inhuman at Miller Park. So there's something weird's going on, but like, is that to the same level of as what the Astros are accused of? Like, I don't know. This is this is going to be a fucking mess. Like, well, I yeah. I, I mean, I think anyone using, again, like I'll technology. Say, yeah, anyone using technology to, outside of looking up a saber metrics on someone in the dugout, like a stat that's readily available to everyone. Outside of that, using it yeah, as a metric piece um, of, of of stealing something from another team or something is is cheating, right? Um, there's no rule, you know, you can use the, you know, steroids back in the 90s. No, well, that's different. There was no rule. There are rules against using any kind of technology to do this. Oh, okay. are there really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So that that's why I, mean, it's, I haven't read, like, what the possible punishment could be. But I think it's just up to the, the commissioner's discretion. So if he comes down hard, like, they can't take away the World Series. They can... What they can do is affect the future. I mean, take away draft picks yeah. or, you know, monetary fines or I, I don't know. I don't know what it could be, but it's just it's going to be interesting because now every blogger is going through old tapes, looking at the well, whatever team they hate and finding little factoids, you know, that could be could be issues. I mean, because that's how I believe that's how this came out. It was uh, I forget their name. It was a blogger, John yeah, Boy. John Boy Media or something like that. They they found the they were, they put together the videotape showing showing the White Sox getting fucked by that. I think it was Danny Farquhar on the mound yeah. at the time. You know Farquhar. He, he figured out he figured out what was going on. He kept hearing the pounding and he stepped off the mound. He's like, "What the? We got to change our signs. They they know what's coming." So so now every blogger, I think that might be what you and I have to do over the next cold several months. Just sit sit down, look at videotape and Tom go through footage, go through tape. I'm gonna look for all all the White Sox footage. Just see how often they're cheating. All the Giants, oh, yeah. dirty cheaters. So they're definitely cheaters. You can tell by their record the last like five years. Oh, you, don't, you don't definitely don't have to look any Tiger videotape because they if they I, were cheating, they're doing it wrong. So just let them keep cheating. Wait, maybe maybe my maybe my beloved Giants were they cheating and uh, they just only they cheated every every other year. 
Yeah, they got they got bad. Well, they didn't want they didn't want you to catch on to anything. I know. See how see how smart they are. Well, I think they're obviously cheating. So now I'm going to go back through all that tape. So Scudero was was uh, getting definitely getting something. You're Sorry, gonna... oh, I brought up Scudero. I was <laughs> You're just going to find a way to bring up his name in every episode. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, speaking a little bit of Giants news for a sec there, they did uh, oddly sign Gabe Kapler, their manager, failed like Philly's manager. I, mean, I, always get, I always get him confused with, is it Gabe Kapler or Gabe Kaplan? <laughs> no. It's Welcome back, Gabe. Cotter. Welcome it's back. Gabe. Your dream or your ticket out. Wow. I didn't know you had a voice of an angel. I never knew that. <laughs> now I do. Only when it comes yeah. to welcome back. Yeah, yeah, okay, the next time we're together. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I was a little like Gabe Kapler. Yeah, like I don't I don't know why. It's a kid, you know. They're talking about his character. Okay, I, I don't know. All right. I, I'm not. I really. I'm. I'm just dumbfounded by the signing. He's uh, 161 and 163 in his career. So yeah. Good luck with that. I don't the Giants uh, pretty much every year they made the playoffs. They're like just above 500 and somehow won the World Series. But um, oddly enough, like, three times. Uh, Kapler uh, did not reach out, has not reached out to Madison uh, Bumgarten yet. So that's mm. normally, you know, you want to reach out to your star player. I don't know if that is a sure sign that they have no interest in retaining his services or not so that that whole situation will be interesting i just hope he lands uh i don't know maybe here in on either team actually i, I wouldn't I, I would it would be nice just to be able to see him pitch more live I, I for some reason maybe it's a jake pb thing but i could he, I could just totally picture him on the south side in my mind. Like I, it just, well, he's, got a, he's got kind of a look too. Kind of fits with the White Sox, like grubby beard look. Did like yeah. an eighty-three team you adore? Looks like a dirty asshole. Yeah, <laughs> fits right in. Assholes. You've seen a lot of dirty assholes in your life, Ryan. Every time I go to the south side, sure oh, man. <laughs> down today it's Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He. Uh, I'd be I'd be happy with it, um, but again, I don't know. I'd be happier with now. Now back to my original comment about Jared Cole. If you're gonna spend, if you're gonna spend a lot of money on someone, I'd much rather be Jared Cole over Mad Bum because I kind of feel like Mad Bum's already showing regression. So um, what's his age? He's thirty-one. About or the he's same. Thirty and and Cole's uh, and Cole's. Cole's 30. Well, yeah, he's going to be 30. Well, he will be 30 by the time he signs someplace, I guess. But but so they're relatively the same age. Yeah, they're relatively the same age, but it just, I don't know. It just seemed like, you know, Cole is on cruise control for the most part, dominating baseball. And, and you know, Madison, uh, he had some, he had, he had some ups and downs this year. But he did. I don't know, maybe it's. The game's so mental. Maybe it's the contract thing. Who knows? I mean, he's still a good player, so we'll see. Uh, I got a ton uh, of. Before we go, fun. hey, I got a ton of Tigers news I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Great. All right, cue the cricket sound. Is sound Al wake up? Is that the news? <laughs> yeah, either, 
either cue the snoring sound effect or the cricket sound effect. That's all I got. Well, that's okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, one one other thing to note about the White Sox and money. I mean, I I touched upon that. I was looking at my notes back from like a couple episodes ago, and so when they got, you know, when they officially moved Castillo out, that that left only uh fourteen point eight million dollars of 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 payroll that was. That so way, now you're up to uh, 30, 35. What what was the yeah, right, right. you're still yeah, under I mean, you've 50, got, aren't you? You've got players, uh so yeah, so here's the funny thing. I had expected them to give Abreu a five-year hundred million dollar contract when I was doing my calculations. So the three-year fifty million dollar contract totally there is back to your original point. There isn't a reason they shouldn't be able to. That there isn't a reason for them not to spend the money on Garrett Cole. Do you know? Do you know what their payroll, like their twenty twenty payroll, is up to now? Like it's still got to be under fifty million, I would think. Oh I yeah, mean, I mean the only the, the book the book dollars right now. I mean you've got a bunch of you've got a bunch of uh, guys who. Okay, so here it'll be. Uh, Grandel's what eighteen point eight a year. That gets us. And this is, I'll give you this number. This number has to do with. So you've, you've only how, added 34, 34 million is all you've added. Yeah, so we're about at $60 million. If you say that, they're definitely going to bring back Calumet, which I know they will. And there's a couple other players that I calculated in that were, were definitely players they were going to bring back. That's why they didn't trade them. So. So you've got forty million just to get to a hundred million. You've got, I mean, I think the what the average is like one hundred twenty million. So, I mean, you've you've got like sixty more million you could easily pay. Yeah, and you really have. I mean, if you want to just go, you want to go now. I mean, you've got pretty much a hundred million dollars to spend. Fucking spend it. Jesus Christ! Spend the fucking money. How many? How many? How loud do I have to yell this? Go, go, go stand on your roof, isn't it? They re, they recently did it, right? It's a new yeah. roof. Oh, good. Go up there. Oh, good. Ryan store. Spend the money. I, I mean, I want to help you guys. I feel bad for you. Oh no, you don't. Um, <laughs> but but if you say if you if you want to maybe make yourself feel better, I'm saying that out loud. I feel fine. Oh, good. I feel fine, too. Fine, fine, fine. All right. I think that's all I got. You got anything else? That's all I got. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, uh, happy turkey day. I'll be smoking a turkey for the family. Nice. Yeah. I did it two years ago. It was really freaking good. Um, didn't do it last year, and they're like, can you just do the turkey from now on? Your turkey's the best. And I'm like, I know. It is the best. It's so great. What? It's so great. It's so great. It's delicious. So moist, so juicy, not dried out. Tons of flavor. We'll try to do. We we've been off for a while. We'll try. To, I'm sure we'll do something. Something will come up between now and Christmas. I hope. And yeah, probably Garrett Cole on the white side. So yeah, we'll see. Maybe there'll be a big trade on the north side. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the Chris Bryant really will come out before the new year. That would be a godsend. Hopefully. That'll be an emergency. That'll be an emergency uh, uh, 
uh, uh, broadcast for that. Let's do it. All right. All right. See you, folks. Have a happy holiday. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. S-S-H-O-L-E. Everybody, hey. S-S-H-O-L-E. I'm an asshole.